0: Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation.
1: Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the
2: above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a
1: response team. We're already putting together the best men. With all due respect, sir, so am I. these people may be isolated, unbalanced, even, but I believe with the right push, they can be exactly what we need. Shoot up! I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, sir. We're online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is Kylan, myself, Eric, or er, myself, Mike, not Eric. Uh I see hi, Eric. You are there. I see a
0: hand. Hi, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Our view is we see a hand. Eric must be in the part of the lair that is being affected by the storm by by the storm machines.
0: I thought he might have been trying out the new Hellabago. uh hella
1: the new hell No. Eric might be high. that is the Underwater storms. W- so.
2: Luck would have it that we are the site of the Electric Eel Convention. <laughs> that. Who pulled that one off? Either that or Thor's having a nice family chat. Yeah, it's probably that. So, yeah, we've got a lot of uh, lightning storms in our area, so I, uh, I- I'm here for the moment. And uh, having to use the backup connection because, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, power. <laughs> yeah,
1: power. Good. Mm. <laughs> we're,
0: we're not. We're not blaming AIM for this one.
1: No. We're, we're, no. now The last two. We're weeks, blaming Asgard. Okay. <laughs> now, The past two weeks, no shows. Uh, I am looking at you, Hydra, as I stated on Twitter. Um, And, yeah. That was totally Hydra. (laughs) Oh. Especially last week. Yeah, yeah. So, um, where to begin? Uh, I know where to begin. Leading into May 4th, Star Wars Day, um, Hasbro have been running a fan figure vote for a fan favorite. And this is for the upcoming return of the vintage line of the three and three quarter inch figures. And it was a it was an intriguing um, intriguing list. You had Fives, you had Ahsoka, you had Yak Face, you had the Emperor, which would have come with the throne. But the winner, and I'm so pleased for this, Doctor Afra. Yes. So we are getting a Doctor Afra figure. Uh, kind of good kind this is from star Wars.com. the kind of good kind of bad archaeologist has won Hasbro's fan figure vote on StarWars.com, meaning she will make the jump to toy form and join the the upcoming Star Wars vintage collection dr. Afra introduced in 2016 in Marvel's Vader series and correction 2015 shame on StarWars.com. Uh, rocketed quickly to fan-favorite status. She was dangerous, funny, and kept company of two psychotic droids, but wasn't completely without a heart. It's not hard to root for her, even when battling our heroes. Today, Dr. Aphra stars in her own ongoing series, which started in 2016. Thank you very much. Um, According to Karen Gillian, I'm a... I'm of a generation that some of my earliest moments are Star Wars figures and the magic herein. Uh, The idea of someone Salva and I made, talking about Salva, LaRocca, and I made, is going to be one of those. Immortal and plastic feels kind of magical. While runner-up Ahsoka Tano, Star Wars Rebels version, made the contest a close one, Afra in typical fashion remained a few steps ahead and didn't look back. In the end... The variant cover to Darth Vader number 25, which is seen below in the story, proved strangely prophetic. <laughs> and John Tyler Christopher at work. Yep. And there has been a pitch that Hasbro needs to turn this cover into the actual backing board for for that character. Oh, definitely. And if so, I would love to see them do it with the price tag sticker on it. <laughs> with, but without the actual price on it. I would love to see the Rated-T variant, uh, U.S. Edition, Direct Edition, Marvel.com, Darth Vader 25. I would love to see all that on on their cover. And when we talked with Jordan, he mentioned Afro being Asian. Seeing Christopher's cover, John Tyler Christopher's cover, you definitely see, yeah, she was meant to be Asian because he does a great job bringing that out. And, and his interpretation of her is uh, well done. So, congrats to Carrion and and Salva. And uh, here's hoping that John Tyler Christopher has some influence towards the backing board for Doctor Afra. Now, this this to
2: me is just such a wonderful story for. If you like the Star Wars comics and you like Marvel, because this is – it's not a character from a TV show. It's not like a Clone Wars character. It's not like a Rebels character. It's not a character from any of the movies. This this is – what's the word I'm looking for here? It legitimizes the comics.
0: Yeah. It does. And and, And it also – Well, okay –
2: also, it's an it's which is something that it, let's face it, the Star Wars the line of Star Wars action figures kind of needs. Yeah, I mean, well, you pretty much have Leia and Jen Erso, and that's really about it.
1: That's true. Well, well let me ha- let me ask you. Yeah, Ray, Harris, Sabine. Aso- I mean, well, do yeah, Rey, some, yeah, you do have some Ahsokas that have been in the figures. Uh-huh. The, the thing is, is this- my Mothma one. I think she was. Uh, okay, maybe so not. I stand Actually, corrected. Maybe not. Well, still, it legitimizes the fact, as you said, it legitimizes the comics and helps prove that yes, mm-hmm. they are canon.
0: Well, let me let me ask you guys this: um, Is this the first time character that is that was introduced in the comics has gotten?
1: Action figure treatment? No.
2: I believe Dash Rendar showed up in the comics. Uh,
1: Marvel did. And he got an
2: action figure.
1: Marvel did at one time. You, you got, because I have the R2D2 from it. Um, it was a two pack, it was a comic two pack. And it would be, uh, two the char- it would come with a comic book, and the figures were done, uh, characters out of the comic. Okay. Um, now, you talking see, about, See, I like,
0: didn't realize that Dash
1: Rindar... you talking characters from, like, the Thrawn Trilogy comics. No. Uh, of course. A little bit of everything. Uh, I, I'm looking on rebelscum.com to see if I can find it.
0: But like, I, I didn't even know that Dash Rindar was uh, from the comics. I thought that he may have been from the books. I didn't I, even I, know that.
1: See, that line
2: kind of gets blurred a little bit because they did comic book versions of some of the books. Right. So I remember seeing Dash and the Outrider in comics. And so right. I know that there was a an Outrider toy right. with a Dash Rendar figure. See, I'm and trying I, to remember. To this I'm, day, I really wish that I had gotten it.
1: I'm <laughs> trying to remember when they did it. Because I'm seeing, I mean, I'm on Rebelscum.com, I'm on their photo archives, but I, I can't figure out where it's looking. Because I, I thought it had its own multi packs. No. Um,. I, I thought it would have had its own thing, but I don't. I just don't remember what year it was. And this is what's driving me nuts. Um, but I tell you what, let's move on to the next story because it's it's out of this galaxy as well. And I will continue looking for for this so uh, so we can come back to it. Well, when you say, out of this galaxy, well,
2: you know, the galaxy won't save itself. Which, fortunately, we have the Guardians of the Galaxy, which took opening weekend by storm. And uh you'll rang up a uh a one hundred and forty-six and a half million dollars wow. in its opening weekend. Wow. Uh it that is fifty-five percent better than the original one, which earned ninety-four point three. Wow. So yeah, now that's just opening weekend. And uh Global Box Office gross went to four thirty-one and a half million. Okay. Wow. Now that's just opening weekend. If you go to to the numbers.com it has updated numbers domestic box office is up to 183.1 million international box office is up to 282.1 million so basically what we've got now worldwide box office 465.3 million dollars wow that's a crap load of change right there yeah, it is.
0: That, that, that's a good bit. And hit. if you look yes.
2: at uh, the international box office, ten the top ten locations, the top ten territories. Uh, China's the biggest market. It's got 65.2 million. Uh, then you go down to United Kingdom with 35.5 million. Germany, Australia, France, they're in the upper teens. You know, the, you know 18, 16, 17 million. Uh, see You've got South Korea, Mexico, Brazil. They're all staying in the teens. Uh, Russia is like the rounding out of the teens, it's got like 12.7 million. And Italy, lovely boot shaped Italy, six and a half million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like in Slovakia, 250,000. Wow. Or it could be worse in Lithuania, Lithuania, 66,000. Yeah. yeah Still- Lithuania is <laughs> a little
0: country, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, it's like as big as a county. Yeah.
1: I, I found... We, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I found the Star Wars... I found pictures of the Star Wars comic packs. Mm-hmm. So, characters like uh, from Star Wars Rebellion, uh, Luke Skywalker and Dina Sean, uh, Darth Crate, and... Oh. I cannot figure out who this is. Uh, Cecil Dar... Dare. Mm-hmm. Um Two, it looks like the Emperor and Luke from uh, Dark Empire 2. Okay. Uh, Cade Skywalker and someone like, else. Yeah, Cade Skywalker. Now, there's an interesting character. Yeah. Uh, Prin- Princess Leia and Darth Vader from Infinities. Uh, Entertainment exclusive had two Mandos. Uh, Jaster Morrell and Vine somebody. Uh, Kyle Katarn. C- C- Kyle Katarn. And he was the, he was the
2: guy from Man. I hate that dark I missed forces. that.
1: Yeah, Dark Forces. Yeah, uh, this yeah. is from this is from Star Wars Tales number twenty one. Uh, Yuzhan Vong and Kyle Katarn. Katarn. I want his ship. I want the Moldy Crow. Yeah. Oh. You know, I want Afra's ship before it got blown up. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's just. You just, you can have the Lego version of, uh, Afra Ship as it is now and just have like a bag full of bricks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: Yeah. Um, kind of like with the Alderaan set. From Star Wars number 29, Baron Soontier Fell and Yazin Izard, which is, you know, none of these are canon now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you, if you Google, um, if you Google uh, which, um, Star Wars comic two-pack, like they did this one, I'll show you guys in in Hangouts, since we're on Hangouts this week, when the way they did the coloring and made it based on, like this is from the classic number two, the Stormtrooper and Tarkin. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Um, oh, yeah, with the shading to, uh, yep. to look like the comic book shading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, these were insane. I mean, you had Mouse and Basso from Star Wars number 37, which you might, and they're in their Stormtrooper disguise. And, of course, Mouse is the same same race as Cad Bane. Um mm-hmm. I mean, if you just go through, it, you'll see the umpteen dozens of um of the different combinations. Because that's when we get Darth Maul for the first time with the with the uh, mechanical legs from Star Wars Visionaries. True. I'm trying, I'm trying to find the one for. I mean, they had the Rebel Officer and Vader from Star Wars Number One. Um, it's just these; these were incredible. We this is when we get the two oh two different uh, from X Wing Rogue Leader, the two different Biker Scouts that are the Shadow Troopers. And the uh, this one's been my favorite, and it's too small to see. It's the Luke Skywalker and Stormtrooper and the R two D two. Just the coloring of those has been superb. But yeah, these these go on forever, and mm. there there's a lot there to to catch. Uh, here we go. Get the image right here. Because I want to say this is also one of the first times we get Quilin Voss as well. But this is the R2, and the R2 is just superb. And so is the Luke. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And, and it, it's so cool that they've got the, the comic book shading and coloring. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I guess with Shady... Um, you're looking for a segue. Let's just go into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kylan's favorite person in the world.
0: Oh, man, you know. Oh, my gosh. Channing swear, Channing. Swear, seriously. Swear it's person. a love-hate
2: relationship. He loves to hate him.
0: I do. I do. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, really? <laughs> all right, so, uh, we, uh, so we all are well aware of the... That never happened, Right. Uh, yeah. So,
1: the Gambit movie that never happened. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, now Doug Liman, uh, who was tapped to uh, direct, left the project uh, to go on and do Justice League Dark for DC. So it's like, well, the question was, well, did he just leave one comic company for another, did he leave one comic property for another comic property? On the outside it it could look that way, but no. There's a story from .com Quote, was it Channing Tatum? We're, so, uh, we're,
1: uh, the, the, hold on, hold on a second, Kylan. We, we, we are going to get through okay. this show tonight, folks. I mean, bear with us. We we are so anxious to be <laughs> recording that the storms that are affecting Eric and whatever is up affecting Kylan, we're we're going to muscle through this. So, so please, we will weather the storm. Literally, in my case. So we we're getting through this. So we yes. So uh
0: oh
1: uh, uh I know I'm
0: still I'm still hearing a little feedback on my side of it. Uh
1: yeah, you're, you're you're cutting in and out too, but it's okay. So with with the gambit story. um... Lyman just wasn't up for... He wasn't feeling it with, with Channing Tatum, it, no matter how much Tatum was pushing it. that seem about right, Kylan? No. And I think we lost Kylan.
0: No matter about the script, and I just wasn't feeling it. on Jason. It's like you feel everything. We make movies because we want to tell great stories. The Wall started with... Ran, and Dwayne's uh, script rose to the top, and then it got handed to me. So, and asked the question: That's right, Lyman would rather direct a film created via Amazon.com uh, via via an Amazon.com contest starring pro wrestler John Cena than direct Channing Tatum's Gambit. How much that made Channing Tatum feel?
1: It doesn't matter how he feels. Sorry, I'm not going. I'm not going into the rock impersonation tonight. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. You know,
0: I, I, there's nothing I can add to this, uh, and I'm not even going to try. He said it all. I'm just going to leave it at that. Works for me. I know how I feel already. So.
1: Well, talking about feels. I, I'm sure Eric had great feels when the news broke yes. today. Uh, and now it's Eric's turn with the d resing Ah, uh, snap. This <laughs> is what a comedy of errors tonight. We didn't start. <laughs> More errors fire. than comedy, I would have afraid. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. What about now? Are we kind
1: of, we're, we're still good. Kind of clear now. We're kind of clear now.
2: Okay. Okay. Over the summer, we had just found out that they had shifted Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. back an hour to 10 Eastern, nine Pacific, nine night central. And we said, we said, well, this is, this has got to be ABC's way of trying to sour the milk, trying to torpedo the series. Yeah. So that way, the, the ratings will go down to the point where they can say, well, you know what, the ratings aren't there, we're canceling. Right. And we kept saying, and we kept telling everybody, the way you save this show is not to, to create some lame-butt online petition. It's not to you know go out on Twitter tirades. Right. It's to watch the dang show. Apparently, it has pulled off. That has paid off, because ABC has renewed Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a fifth season. Woo! And I think this is great because the, the Ghost Rider and the LMDs and the Framework stories. This is some of the best story wise I've seen out of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in a while.
1: Yeah. I, I agree.
2: So, yeah. I mean, we get to see what happens after the framework. Hopefully. I, I love the way that the, and I know we're not trying to get into a recap of uh, of the pod. That's going to come up in a, in a future issue. I know. But I'm loving the framework storyline. I'm loving. Again, You Hydra has shield for another day. Yeah. Because you get to see different takes on how people would have wound up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, it's a refreshing look at material that it's already covered. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I mean, you've seen all this before, but not like
1: this. Well, I love, too, how, how this pod was called What If. yeah.
0: Yeah. it it, it played it, it played out like a issue of what if
1: yeah it did it
2: it sure did and it's funny you th- and without again trying to go into too much detail on it how pretty much one action one little thing caused the whole thing yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Ada changed one thing that just had that domino effect, and everything just went downhill from there. Yeah, so it's kind of like the analogy of you know, th- throw a pebble in pond; the ripples
1: go out further than you might think. Destroy a butterfly's wings, and ca- Ashton Kutcher dies. Wait, <laughs> you promise? <laughs> Wine. Uh, I'll keep hush. <laughs> You know he's a
0: black belt in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu.
1: Still doesn't stop him with the butterfly. <laughs> That's true. So, um, so yeah, Shield returns for season five. I can't wait to see where they go with next. I hope they so. Keep... Now
0: we get to ask the question again: Who's going to be director?
2: Don't know. You got to go back to. You got to go back to Phil. Yeah. You got if you're not going to bring back Nick Fury.
1: You Agent got it's got to be Phil Shannon Carter. I still want Shannon Carter. Then it legitimizes the connection. Sharon. Twi- Sharon Carter. Then it legitimizes the connection between the movies and the show. That would be nice. I don't so, see it happening, but it would be nice. I know they don't. People don't listen to this show. We have great ideas when you can hear them. We did. Yeah. I wish this next story <laughs> was gr- was one of our ideas. Maybe it was. Don't know.
0: Oh, you need, Well... And, and that we all, you know, kind of sent out and Dr. Strange picked it up and sent it over to... to uh Fox. I don't know. FXX has ordered uh, an an adult animated comedy uh, for uh, based on uh, Deadpool. I said that right. We are about to get an adult animated comedy, Deadpool.
2: Deadpool cartoon.
0: Yes. Bow
2: chicka bow wow. Uh,
0: and and it's going to be a ten episode order. Uh, the first season is scheduled to debut in twenty eighteen. Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I'm wondering uh, how close this is going to be to um, Deadpool 2. Because uh, we're getting that in 2018 as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so, yeah, so the FXX uh, announced this. This week that uh, that uh, they ordered that this series was ordered and uh, we are getting we're getting ten episodes. Uh, we think as far as actually going to be working on it, although Donald Glover is behind it, so we might. I don't know. Uh, the question is, uh, given how much he loves the character. Uh,
1: Dude, you can't go wrong with Lando.
0: You know, and, and you can't because you know this. He, you know, he he he's got his geek cred. You know, um, and figured if he can't be. You know, if he can't be Spidey, well, although Spider-Man character is based off of him, you know, so oh, and and you know, he's a good writer and the in community. So yeah. I, I think that this, I think that this is going to be uh, interesting to see. Uh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm just waiting for the uh, complaints to start because you know it's an animated series and some parent somewhere is going to be like, hey, here's a cartoon, Timmy, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Then Deadpool will be Deadpool. And then, you know, then the complaints will start.
1: Well, again, if you want an animated Deadpool that is family-friendly, kid-friendly, go watch Freakazoid. Yes. Yes.
0: Although there is one episode of uh, Ultimate Spider-Man with Deadpool.
1: And that's where the problem began. Yeah. yeah, that's totally where the problem began. I was
0: surprised. I was surprised, but at the same time, so we've had Wolverine on here. We've had, you know, all these other characters on. So, yeah, but, you know, so. Right. So, so yeah, so, that, so that's the forward to one of the things we're looking forward to on TV in 2018.
1: Yeah. Well, Free Comic Book Day was this past Saturday. And, uh,. <laughs> The only, thought, the only song I can think of is We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. And um, Why is
0: that, Mike?
1: Because Secret Empire was one of the books Marvel released for free comic book day. And it's a series about a fascist takeover of the United States by Captain America, revealed to be a sleeper agent of HYDRA, a non-white supremacist, honest, but once allied to Nazis in World War II, and nevertheless, fully fascist organization.
2: It's not a Nazi organization, but it's a Nazi organization.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, You you might have also heard that this whole thing, when this happened, and when this went down, uh, caused some considerable concern for some who might have been quite vocal about this on social media. Well... I thought I had bought the most expensive free comic book day book when I bought C-3PO, the one-shot, at four ninety nine. Oh, wait. It wasn't a free comic book day book. Um, well, the free comic book day edition of Secret Empire has been selling on eBay for up to $7. That's a $7 profit, folks why especially when it was so widely available available for free hence free comic book day well here here might be a partial explanation from at kimmy ving june can all the secret empire copies burn and nick spencer choke tell mar uh, from pansy pratt tell marvel to burn secret empire or i'll burn it for them from styles c vans my favorite comic book store just received the con the secret empire comic i want to burn it uh again from at pansy pratt i will collect all copies of secret empire and burn them to ashes and shove the ashes up nick spencer's well yeah we don't need to mm-hmm. go there uh, let's,
2: f- let's just say it, there have been a lot of people speaking out on Twitter burning the free comic book day edition. Uh, from finger-struck. Uh, and posting pictures
1: thereof. Yeah, from finger-struck. I mean, they haven't just been saying they're going to. They're going to, and they do. So the new collector core box comes with a copy of Secret Empire number 0. Who wants to see me burn it? So... Um some of these were And of course Nick is Yeah so, some of these were quite intriguing <laughs> say least So but there was also plenty the, the but on the other end um we have tender slices I give him credit uh he responded uh, Luther self respond, responded to tender slices but Sadarsky's Spider-Man is in that because it was it was a secondary story in the book. Luther right. Luther's self response or uh, Tinder Slices response. I saved it. Don't worry. And it shows where he pulled those pages out of the book. <laughs> now, I mean, the, I have a copy of this book. I think Kylan has a copy of this book. Or did you not get it, Kylan?
0: Yeah, I yeah I did a copy on. And the interesting thing is, I was on Wednesday because it's Comic Book Day, and so there were still a few, few free Comic Book Day books still left there. There were, there were quite a few uh, copies of um, Secret Empire still there. Um, I get it, I do. No, I, you know, you're you're messing with Cap. I understand that. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I'm curious to see why is Marvel um, so hard on this? What is the payoff? And it better be worth it.
1: Well, here, here's the fun part. From the writer of the comic himself, when you burn books, you're not taking a stand against fascism. You're taking a stand against irony. That is true, too. And then the replies came from to that, uh, from Lindsey Smith, D.C., at Nick Spencer. Man, you just fundamentally don't understand how free speech works, do you? Um, huh? Yeah. And then it continues. Man, it's so weird how you got mad at private citizens for punching Nazis, but not at the government jailing women who laughed at AG sessions, at Attorney General sessions. Now who's taking okay, the poli- we don't need to
2: read we don't need to read each individual twi- tweet on this Let's No, say, I think you I, got I, the idea that yes and Nick is, is i don't know if he's just trying to maintain an even keel on this or he just doesn't get it he, he no. might not get it you know what i am not I, I am not going to go out, and first of all i'm not going to get it. Second of all, if I did have a copy of that, I wouldn't burn it. I'd follow Mixer's lead and wipe my butt with it. (laughs) Because that's exactly what he's done with 75 years of Captain America.
1: Yeah. I I mean,
2: yeah, and... And Marvel released a statement uh, to ABC News, uh, and it says in part At Marvel, we want to assure all our fans that we hear your concerns about aligning Captain America with Hydra, and we politely ask you to allow the story to unfold before coming to any conclusion. Yes, Marvel, we know you hear
1: us. We are not saying you don't hear us, we are saying you don't listen we're saying how long does the story have to go to come to its conclusion
0: right well i
2: mean see, it's not, not is... every day that people burn comic books
1: no
0: not, not, you know and they, i mean for them to have started this oh now right say by a year
1: um, uh yeah a little over a year ago
0: oh yeah so, you know, that's the thing. This has been going on for about a year now. And it's hard that... I thought when... The, yeah, well, when Cap first said, those two, I'm going to say it. But you know the two words I'm talking about. Yeah. But then, but then when it was... They said, well, oh, yeah, it's okay because, you know, this... You know, somebody is messing with his memories. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. So this should be resolved within a decent amount of time. Now it seems like... I mean, and, and the man has been around for, and I know he's not in a man, but he's a symbol, and he means something to all of us, and he's been around for 75 years, so what what is the end game, you know? Even more importantly, let's, let's play
2: along with, with Marvel for the moment, and we wait until this reaches its conclusion. How do you walk this back? How do yeah. you How do you make things normal again? Because there is no coming back from this short of hitting the reset button on the entire Marvel Universe.
1: Exactly. Which I think is what's happening with Secret I mean, Empire. A, I mean, you're going to have to talk about something like
2: Crisis on Infinite Earths mm-hmm. to walk us back. Because you've taken it way too far already. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, this is one of those things that, like... So it doesn't matter what the... No, go ahead. It
2: doesn't matter, what the, doesn't matter what the end game is. It's it's almost like, oh, well, we're going to carpet bomb this major urban city. Just wait till we're done. You love it. Well, fine, but when the last bomb dropped, you're still going to have a shelled out city that is nothing but a smoke <laughs> ruin. Yeah. You've yeah. gone squished earth for one of the most iconic characters ever. I don't know that Shakespeare himself could write that back.
0: No. Mm, no, I don't think so.
2: And Nick Spencer is not Shakespeare. I think we can agree on that. I agree.
0: No, there's, there's no, in all honesty, I don't see how this can be. I just don't.
1: It, it's it's gonna be hard to recoup, and it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky. It, it really is you have burned a
2: lot of brand equity that is not that kind of trust is not easily given back
1: no no it's not and the way the way that
2: Marvel's comic titles have been selling or not selling I don't know that they can bring that back not for a long time no
0: you know it, I mean people people have long memories
1: yeah they do
0: well at least geeks have long memories yeah so. I don't know I mean I, I, I'm, I'm still mad at Ben Affleck for what he did to Daredevil just saying
1: well, I hate to say it wasn't his fault
0: I, I, I know that. Cognitively, I do. I know it was just a bad movie. I understand that. But for some reason, I hold them responsible. But yet, I don't hold Val Kilmer responsible for Batman... for Batman Forever, so...
1: <laughs> Alrighty, then.
0: <laughs> Go figure.
1: So, well, um... I guess to continue on with the story, how about uh, Marvel possibly canceling 30 titles? Which ties into what I said about how their titles are
2: selling, or rather not selling.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's suffering from dwindling sales, and it looks like that upwards to almost 30 titles will be canceled. Sales for April's issue reveal... 28 titles that have sold less than 20k, uh, which is right around the cancellation threshold. Um, Yeah, you definitely want to sell at least 20,000 of a book if you want to go. Now, now Guardians and Nova have sold about 35k each, so it seems like they're safe. But um, the following are less than 20,000, and I will. And according to this article, the ones with an asterisk have already been canceled as of July. So, uh, Captain America Sam Wilson. Uh, it sold just over 18,000. Gwynpool, number 14, 17,000. That's one of the books I regular pick. Yeah, that's just under 18, yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, just under 18 U S Avengers just under 18 Ultimates just under 18 or Ultimates too. Yeah. Dr. Strange and Sorcerer Supreme. This is one, this is Jason's book, isn't it? Yeah. This is one that I've been, I've been picking for a while. Uh, It's it's just under 17,000 man thing. This has been a miniseries. Just under seventeen thousand. Well, will it get canceled? Well, no. It will wrap probably after issue five in July, uh, or in June. Hawkeye, um, Hawkeye, just on just over sixteen thousand. Totally awesome. Hulk, uh, just over sixteen um, thousand. Spider Man twenty ninety nine uh, at fifteen thousand two seventy three. Elektra has been canceled. Uh, wow, uh and only after three issues
0: barely even started
1: it, it's gonna hit five or six issues when it i think it hits six issues enough to do a, a trade paperback and then it's gone uh silver surfer is going what uh possibly canceled world of wakanda has been canceled yeah we knew about that already right um nova they say has been canceled Oh, so yeah. This is
2: the one that uh, this is the one that Ramon Perez was working on with Jeff Lovelace. Yeah, and I had heard that I heard he was moving on to something else, and that he wasn't going to be working on Nova anymore, regardless. Right. So, uh, um, which is sad because I liked the I liked the way Sam and Richard got along or, or didn't
1: get along. Yeah. Uh, Silk being canceled. Okay. Thunderbolts being canceled, Kingpin being canceled, Rocket wow. Raccoon being canceled, Power Man and Iron Fist being canceled. But we knew that because we knew that. yeah, yeah, um, Walker and Green were going on different projects. Right, Bullseye is a mini, uh, and it's only been selling just under thirteen thousand. Star Lord canceled, Squirrel Girl. I have two on this list. Which- which I know, I know. You, and you've it, taken that one hard. And it, It's made, eleven. <laughs> it, number 19 only sold 11,074 copies. Um, Still did better than Occupy Avengers. Yeah, True. which is potentially on the list. Unstoppable Wasp, potentially on the list. Great Lakes Avengers. They don't have it listed as canceled, but I heard it was canceled. Moon Girl and Devil Dino. Oh, See, I hate that. I hate that because I was kind of liking that. Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat, is being canceled. It was a good series. I love the art on it. I, I right, love the so art so they're, they're on starting to on
0: it. They're starting to take out the books that were rolled out with this last reboot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the Patsy, yeah. Walk, and the Patsy Walker, I thought tied in, you know, it was a great grab because... People go, Oh, that's the character from Jessica Jones. We should right. watch it. Now on the fence is Miss Marvel, which number seventeen hmm. sold twenty
2: thousand eight eighty one. Now see that okay. it she's been lifted up as like the this is a bad way of saying it, she's the hot thing. Yeah. Right. I mean it has it, just about every it's like all the, the critics were saying, you know, she's the hot thing, uh she's being lifted up as this wonderful symbol. But you know what? if people aren't buying
0: that's the thing
2: i mean that's if they're only selling like 20,000 21,000 then it's you just got to wonder if are people buying into the hype or are people tired of the hype could be people I think are. I think that's something that, i think that's something that ties into the occupy vendors. Because you hear "occupy this," and you immediately think like that, "occupy Wall Street," "occupy this," "occupy that," and I think it ties into the the whole social justice aspect of it. People are getting kind of tired of that, yeah. And so it doesn't surprise me that these are are, are on the danger list, right? So it, it's sad because mm. there's a lot of good titles in here.
1: Oh yeah. I had three of them.
2: Yeah, I, I had at least two.
0: I, 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 had I picked
1: some of them. I picked more of them too. Yeah. So yeah, um, kind of hard to 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 really accept this when you know what was going on. So, but as Marvel always does, they'll come out with
2: something to replace them.
1: Yeah. The question is, what will be replaced? Well, I, time will tell it says
2: or we say anyway yeah
0: <laughs> well at least uh, well I'm glad to see that Nick Fury isn't on there yet and Nick Fury's just started this is true uh, I, really I was surprised because Kingpin and um, uh, which was the other one um, Electra both pretty much just started too Yeah. No, they weren't really out there that long, but, you know, if nobody's buying it, nobody's buying it. This
1: is true. But talking about buying, there's only one place (laughs) for us to go. And that's the picks of the week. And, uh... Eric, why don't you go first? Okay, my first pick of the week is the Mighty Thor
2: number 19. Written by Jason Aaron and art by Russell Dodderman, The Asgard-Shiar War comes to a fiery conclusion. The gods of the Shiar make their final play against Thor and her allies. With the Phoenix Force unleashed, it's
1: up to Quentin Quire to quell its destructive power. Okay. Okay. Um, Well, I'll go second. And this comes from writer Charles Soule and artist Phil Noto. Both of them great guys. Um, It's Star Wars Poe Dameron number 15. It's a sad day for the Resistance as they mourn the loss of a fallen comrade, but their fight is far from over. The First Order must be stopped, and Captain Phasma knows how to get Terex to to toe the line. I have a funny feeling this is not the right write-up for this issue. (laughs) 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 But needless to say, that's the write-up for this issue. (laughs) Oops. So... Kylan, you're up. I I
0: have uh, number one. Uh, one more time. The, one more time,
1: Kylan. What okay. number one?
0: Luke Cage, number one. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? For some reason, it's not giving me who the is. Um, wait, hold on. Ah, oddly, no, it's not. It's saying writer to be determined, art to be determined, cover to be determined. Huh? Huh? Okay. Caged Vengeance, uh, Doctor. Noah Bernstein, the man who made Luke Cage into the unbreakable hero he is today, is dead. When Luke goes down to New Orleans for the funeral, he finds the big easy to be pretty bleep and difficult. Mysterious billionaires, a woman with the secret amped up... a woman with the secret amped up gangs, and a shadowy figure all lead Luke to the conclusion that there's more to his father figure's death than meets the eye. He's looking for answers, and it's a bad day for
1: anyone in his way. So, in other words, he's a Transformer. He is a
0: Transformer, yes.
1: All righty, then. <laughs> so, Eric, you're
2: number two. My number two pick is Doctor Strange number 20, written by Jason Aaron with artist Chris McCallow. I sense a thing the culmin- I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. The culmination of Jason Aaron and Chris Bacallo's first three epic stories is here. Dormammu,
1: Mordo, Mr. Misery, The Empirical, Wong. Don't miss this remarkable issue. Okay. Well, my second pick, and I love the cover to this one. It's the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number 20, written by Ryan North, art by Erica Henderson. This is it, the epic showdown between Melissa and Squirrel Girl as the fate of New York City and everyone in it hangs in the balance. Will Melissa's secret intentions be uncovered? Will Doreen and her friends be able to stop her? Can squirrels truly hope to match an army made up of every other animal ever? Great news! We <laughs> studied we've studied these questions extremely carefully, and we are pleased to reveal our answers in this upcoming issue of the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. And the cover looks like a Cubert game. Yeah, and it's phenomenal. <laughs> awesome. So, Kylan, your your second pick. Mm-mm.
0: My second pick is Nick Fury. Number two, the writer is James Robinson. The art is by Echo. And the cover, Zoom to the Moon. Out of this world mission, Lansom on a secret moon base. But will it be one small step for SHIELD or a giant leap for Hydra?
1: There's that word again. I know. I almost want to change it from We didn't start. Every time I say it, I almost want to change change the idea for the show title from We didn't start the fire to We didn't start the hydra yeah (laughs) so eric why don't you lead us off with the final pick of the week for my
2: final pick of the week and now for something completely different a work by writer jason aaron (laughs) it is star wars number 31 uh written by jason aaron and art by salvador la roca this is the screaming citadel part two while Luke and Afra face the
1: Queen of the Citadel. Okay, interesting. Well, my final pick of the week is a uh, from Brian Michael Bendis and penciler and cover artist is Michael Avion Oming. It's Powers number eight. Leap off your PlayStation into the comic that started it all—the award-winning mashup of cops and capes, like you've never seen them before. Witness an untold tale of powers past. The secret origin of Diamond continues. So, Kylan, your final pick. My
0: final pick is the writer is Al Ewing. It's by and the cover is by Pat Comedina.
1: Let's try again. Kyla.
0: And aim is the target. The of dreams come crashing down. Can the U.S. Avengers stay in one piece? Plus, are we actually going to kill Cannonball?
1: Okay, and that so was we for which, Rick Jones. And that was for which title again, Kyle?
0: U.S. Avengers
1: number six. That might get canceled.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, You know, I think it might, because... I, I think it, it was on the list, right? No, on Occupy the list.
1: Avengers was. No, uh U.S. Avengers was, too, I believe. Yeah. It just didn't have the asterisk next to it, so it could okay, be. Well, so well, be. So, kids, your
0: vegetables.
1: Yeah, U.S. Avengers, right up there, yeah. yeah.
0: So, but, kids, eat your vegetables, go out and buy U.S. Avengers number six.
1: <laughs> now, the Marvel Unlimited Pick of the Week... The inspiration from this came from, the family was at Target, or Target, as they're slowly remodeling themselves into. Um, they had this artwork with this cover on it. I'm like, this could be interesting. And why would they choose this cover? Well, it's Captain America, number 248 which came out in 1980. And um, it was pretty much, the cover has cap in the clutches of Dragon Man. Okay. Now, the Dragon Man, I remember him. The synopsis for this book was, S.H.I.E.L.D. scientist Gaffer studies the Strucker robot until Machinesmith remotely activates its self-destruct. A data module flies away from the wreckage too swiftly to be stopped or pursued and returns to Machinesmith, just as his robot minions deliver the inert Dragon Man. After a few hours' work, Machinesmith reactivates him and controlling him via flying drone primed with tracking information from the data module sends him after captain america steve rogers meanwhile returns home after an unsuccessful day trying to land an art assignment where his neighbors josh and mike introduce him to the building's newest resident bernie rosenthal
0: Aha! I love him and Bernie.
1: (laughs) Hearing radio reports of strange sightings at the buildings he visited, Steve realizes he's being followed. Glancing out a window, he spots Dragon Man flying nearby and abruptly excuses himself. Bernie feels insulted, but Josh sues things over. Why do I have a funny feeling about this? Um... When Cap confronts Dragon Man, the drone drives Dragon Man into a frenzy, triggering a running battle that ends when Dragon Man grabs a momentarily distracted Cap and begins to squeeze the life out of him. Uh, in this issue contains a letters page called Letters to the, to the Living Legend. A letter is published from Lindsay Meeks with replies and statements from Roger Stern. So, and then as we see on page 1, this is this issue is story LF139. And this is and this issue is reprinted in many comics and books which they say we can see in the references. So, so this story has I guess one that has uh lived the the tale of time. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, so that's the pick of the week. And uh yeah, hopefully it was an enjoyable pick.
0: I'm certainly going to go back and read it because that was about the time when I started reading Captain America. For some reason, I, I loved him and Bernie as a couple. I don't yeah. know. But see, I think that was during a time when he was trying to make his living as an artist, too. So
1: Yeah. So um, any final thoughts? No, we're good. No. Nope. Well, I got one. How about starting Tuesday, May 23rd? at 6 p.m. Eastern over on John Tyler Christopher's website, John John Tyler Christopher dot com in conjunction with the release of Darth Vader number one. There will be a full color Anakin Skywalker action figure variant. Uh, cost will be $20. Um, this is this one will be different than what will be sold along as the action figure variant cover for um Darth Vader number 1. The one that's in the retail version has Anakin. It says Darth Vader colon Anakin Skywalker and has Anakin in the the vinyl cape. Well this has no cape. Hair is a little different. Um the character is a is a little different than the Darth Vader, and the name the name bar says Anakin Skywalker, not Darth Vader. Anakin Skywalker. Uh, this book will be limited to thirty thousand uh, to three thousand, and here's this. Um, And like he's done in the past, they will be offering graded books of 9.6 or better from both CGC and CBCS. So you get to choose uh, between the two grading services for your book. Pricing. Like I said, um, the books will arrive to their house on the release dates, and then they will begin shipping after. Uh, The pricing for the books. Just the action figure variant cover. $20 Is $20 CGC signature series will be uh, 9.6 or better is $70 It includes the book and the grading. Uh, the CBCS is also $70 and he will also have on sale because apparently he bought a hundred copies of the Tate's exclusive of director Krennic from, um, from the rogue one series. Uh, he will have the doctor or director clinic exclusive on sale for $10. So, these, this one I'll be getting, because I can get it. I don't have to worry about Marvel numbers for this one. Nope. Nope, not at all. So, the only one I'm missing, well, no, there's two I'm missing exclusive. Wait, let me think. No, there's one that I'm missing that's an exclusive from him. And that's, I didn't know about it until after it had sold, and that was Boba Fett for Star Wars number four. And I don't remember who the original number four cover was, but they did Boba Fett. He did Boba Fett as part of that, and that's what started his exclusives on his site. Okay, so cool. And one of these days we will have John on the show because I, I would love to hear hear him talk about um, all the all the different variant covers he's done, not just Star Wars, but. Um, the entire Marvel universe in general. Mm. So, so yeah. Sounds good. Cool. So, any other thoughts? Other tidbits? Uh, happy Mother's Day. Yes, definitely. Yes, happy, happy Mother's, mother's Day, Day to all the mothers out there. Especially you, Madam Hydra. Um, I can't think of anything <laughs> else. <laughs> I know, I know. Eric giving me that dirty look. But Ada is hinted Ada will become human. Human, but again. you know
2: that just that sets up for to for the return of a character that's in the framework but died in real life or died in the real world on the show. Yeah, yeah. We could see we could see Good Ward. True.
0: We oh. could see Trip come back. Oh, please, Trip. Oh man,
1: Trip needs to come back.
0: I I I I like trip. Trip was like the trip was that connection to the Holly Commandos that we all loved. Uh-huh. Yep. Except his dad his grandfather's uh steamer trunk is gone now.
1: Or is it? Dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. Uh, I guess the only other thing I can think of is, uh, again, congrats to Dr. Afra for making it her first appearance as the cover, or as, as an action figure. Hopefully, BT and Triple Zero won't be too far behind. And, Let's hope. Um, we do have, we're going to be doing a roundtable here uh, next few weeks for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wrapping up the season since we're one episode left.
0: Yep. Hard yeah, to believe. much.
1: Hard to believe, but we can look forward to season five. So be curious to see what type of cliffhanger they give us.
0: Oh, and we get a new base too.
1: They're not taking ours. Sorry.
0: No, we don't. They get a new base. I, I, we're, I, we're still going to ours. I, we I we think, didn't blow ours. Blow ours up.
1: I can think of a basement location they could have. <laughs>
0: No, because I need I need space
1: for the Hellabago. Yeah, but there's already a couple of janitors there. That's true.
0: Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they could take that space over. They totally could take that space over.
1: So, <laughs> the, there was a question that popped up online. Who would win in a fight? The Avengers or the Justice League? I almost have to say it would be a draw. <laughs> Didn't we do, didn't
2: they do that a time or th- two?
1: It th- oh, so all depends a- on who's writing the story. Yep. So, well, on that final note, uh if no one else has anything else than Jarvis if you would please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Yeah, try and clean up this connection next time. <laughs> Man, uh, not wait. Question's gonna be are they gonna do Afra with her coat, without her coat? Or both. I I'd almost Ooh. rather see her without the coat because I wanna see the 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 biometric tattoo on her right arm. Cause that, that's like one of the cool things about about her is that tattoo or the uh well, it's not really a tattoo, but um, the, the biomechanics that she added to herself.
0: Well, do you think that we're going to start seeing her maybe popping up in books now?
1: I don't see why not. I mean, Eric's the one who brought up Betty White as Afra until we found out she's yeah. Asian. That didn't go over very well with Jordan. <laughs> <laughs>